B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Can you identify a song from hearing the first five seconds of it? Time to play Beat Shazam. Kara going up against Trex. And you remember uh, yesterday we asked the governor when he was on our show about this coalition of southern states mm-hmm. that they were going to have. And he said they weren't going to do it. Somebody wants to do that. I'm certainly willing to. But there just wasn't a desire to do that. I think, you know, all of us know where everybody else is and certainly respects the decision making of the great governors we have down south. So you're not worried about biker gangs from Florida coming up here to get tats? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not too worried about that. Uh, if if they do, they'll have to uh, follow the guidelines. That we have. Uh, so, if you want to hear our entire conversation with the governor, it's at tedandrugs.com. Mm-hmm. But I thought about this, and I was thinking, all right, we're not doing governors aren't getting together a coalition of southern states, but we can do that musically this morning. Okay, mm. so representing southern states, and I'll tell you which one they are. Here we start, of course, in Georgia. Peace up. Peace A-Town. Yeah. Kara. Yes. What song was that? That's Usher and Little John. Yeah. Correct. And I know, Drex, you're going to love this one. Your first song, first round of Beaches mm-hmm. Am, Always the Easiest, representing Tennessee. Yeah, it's my buddy, Justin Timberlake. Boy. Rock your body. Correct. We are doing a musical coalition of Southern states (laughs) representing Mississippi. Hey, Dub. Oh, baby, baby. Britney Spears, hit me, baby, one more time. Yes, ma'am. If you want to see what uh, happens when you lock yourself in your mansion for six weeks and you're Britney Spears, follow her on Instagram. She was from Louisiana. Dude, right. I looked this right. up. I don't okay. know. Okay. Look it up. Maybe she's from both places. Okay. And also a few other errant planets. Kara <laughs> yeah. got that one right. We're mm-hmm. back over to Drex. Uh, that's Rob Thomas and Lonely No More. Where's he from? from South Carolina. Oh, cool. All right. We enter the final round with a tie yes. right now. And going into the final round, I set this up so that you have the biggest chances of actually getting it right. I want you guys to succeed in life. Okay. And that's why representing Alabama, going to Kara. I mean, Drex, without saying it, do you know what's up? Could I, you name I that do. song? Yes, you I could. Do. Kara. Oh. That is Lionel Richie? Dancing what's the name on of the, the ceiling? I'm sorry. All night long. Oh. Rex is mine. He's going tumbleweed. They say big up. 
Yeah, Actually, I'm slicing Kara up a, a, a piece of lo- losing pie. I can't believe oh, that you didn't get a, Okay, a ready track yes. for the win. Yes. I feel like you were going to get this. <laughs> Representing Florida. Oh. Um, is it one less problem? Uh, yeah, one less problem, Ariana Grande. I'm going to give that to yeah. you. It's problem. Yeah. I got one less problem without you. I got one less problem without you. Iggy Azalea. Yeah. One less problem without you. I got one less problem without you. I got ice heat whispering. I know. I guess with the whispering. Or everybody knows. There's more Tad and Drex on the way. Here's what's coming up next. Kara, very salty right now <sighs> with info to go coming you up guys in 10 minutes. Are the worst. <laughs> it's Tad and Drex's info to go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning. It's 725. Sun and clouds today going up to 73. What's going on, Kara? So last night, Governor Kemp released an executive order that detailed the new requirements that the restaurants are going to have to put into place in order to open their dining rooms on Monday. And some of them are pretty decent, like no more than 10 people per 500 square feet. All employees must wear masks and also manage their temperature and keep all of that like checked every day. Um, party size is limited to six people per table. They must use pre-rolled silverware and the salad bars and buffets are no longer allowed. There's also a whole bunch of other rules. I think there were 32 guidelines wow. that they're going to have to follow in order to open up the dining. I mean, either of you going to go dine in a restaurant? I mean, I'm all for the takeout. You but- know, I think it's supposed to be pretty, so I may hit a patio, but I don't think I would want to be inside, inside quite yet. I, yeah, I agree with both that. I don't see myself sitting inside of a restaurant. However, mark my words, uh, today is April 24th in the year of our Lord 2020. <laughs> if uh, if a restaurant comes out and says, hey, you know, welcome back, everybody. $2 margaritas and free antibody testing. Oh, mm. all right. You want to talk about a like a promotion? Can't believe I'm saying this. They don't even have to offer the margaritas for $2 if they're going to do the antibody testing. I'm telling you, that's going to be the new hot thing, wherever it is. Hey, $2 bowling games and free antibody testing. Uh, $10 tats. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that would just put these poor places under. Who who knows how expensive that antibody testing is? It's It's a good idea, but it's crazy. It's less expensive than keeping closed. While you wait for your uh, margarita, you get a cotton swab jammed up your nose. Is that your or it's a two hundred and fifty dollar margarita? <laughs> 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 Y'all ready for a good feeling? Yes. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. So I know we've been spending a lot of time on video conference calls lately, and other than coworkers, kids, and pets, have you had any special guests pop in? <laughs> no. Are you talking about a celebrity? A celebrity or, you know, there's like a farm in South Carolina yeah. and one in <laughs> California where you can pay to have like a farm animal pop into your Zoom meeting. That's funny. I like that. Well, yeah. this is cool because today you could have the Jonas Brothers crash your Zoom meeting. What? 
8 o'clock tonight. If you text them your Zoom link and your meeting ID today, 323-880-0945. Text it to that number. They're going to choose random people and pop into their Zoom meetings for who knows how long tonight. So that, oh, just tonight. So you would, Just tonight. You ask at 8 p.m.? You, I would go ahead and start sending those, you know, links right now, like as, as much as possible, really. But they're going to start, they're available for 8 o'clock tonight. So 8 o'clock tonight, like they'll start. Hour, you yeah, want the Joe Bros to absolutely. be there. Absolutely. I think that's so cool. You, you text him your Zoom link and you text him a link for a free antibody test. Oh my gosh. Again, the antibody in. test. <laughs> that number one more time. That number one more time. 323 880 0945. TMZ and People Magazine call her to see what's happening. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. All right, Stacy and Buckhead. Hi. Hi. Could you please kick Kara out of the studio? I'll try. Vamos, papus. See you later, Stacy. Good luck. <laughs> oh, shoot. We are going to ask you five pop culture questions. If you answer more right than Kara, you'll win 100 bucks of her money. If she answers more right than you, she wins. And all ties go to the house. Are you ready, Stacy? I suppose. Question so. one. She, this is the most reluctant contestant we've ever had. You called us. <laughs> well, Stacy said, I wish my kids were in the car. That's all right. You'll do fine. Number one, Shakira. Just graduated from an online class about ancient philosophy. Who did Shakira perform with on the Super Bowl halftime show this year? J-Lo. Number two, jurors in Joe Exotic's trial or mad Netflix portrayed him as a good guy. How many jurors are on a typical trial? Uh, 12. Number three, quarterback Jake Fromm was not taken in the first round of the NFL draft last night. What Georgia college did he play for? Oh, shoot. Um, uh, yeah, shoot. Uh, here's a question again. What Georgia college did he play for? <laughs> Georgia. Number four, Jennifer Gardner says she's looking forward to when her kids have a big old germy sleepover. Who's her baby daddy, Jennifer Gardner? Ben Affleck. Finally, number five, Richard Gere is a dad again at the age of 70. What supermodel was he married to from 91 to 95? Cindy Crawford. All right, let's bring Kara back in. Stacy and Buckhead was so concerned, didn't know mm-hmm. how she was going to do, but ended up getting all five right. Whoa! Yeah. So we're not going to tell Kara oh if she God. is right or wrong until the end. But Kara, you got to get all five right. I'm looking at these questions, and really, knowing Kara, we all our eggs are in question number two. Okay. I, I think... Question number two, if if anything. Are you ready, Kara? I don't know. Number one, Shakira <laughs> just graduated from an online class about ancient philosophy. Who did she perform with on the Super Bowl halftime show this year? Jennifer Lopez. Question two, jurors in Joe Exotic's trial are mad. Netflix portrayed him as a good guy. How many jurors are on a typical trial? Ten. Number three, quarterback Jake Fromm was not taken in the first round of the NFL draft last night. What Georgia college did he play for? University of Georgia. Number four, Jennifer Garner says she's looking forward to when her kids can have a big old germy sleepover. Who's her baby daddy? Ben Affleck. Number five, Richard Gere is a dad again at the age of 70. What supermodel was he married to from 1991 to 1995? Cindy Crawford? Stacy, repeat after me. Hey, this is Stacy and Buckhead, and I just beat Kara. Woohoo! Hey, this is Stacy and Buckhead, and I just beat you, Kara. 
that you were right. Question number two, and that, that was, was the, the one, one that you got wrong. <laughs> Unbelievable. Her 26th loss, and you came into this unsure whether or not you should bother. I didn't even know if I would get one right, but hey, I did it without my voice. 756 <laughs> wins and 26 losses. Good game, Stacey. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Kara. That was fun. I guess the jurors, right? Well, yes. Well, it was fun for three of us. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so smart. Tad and Drax are keeping you up to date with everything you need to know. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management, which I happen to know is celebrating 45 what? years in business today. Matt's a good dude. We like Matt. Yes. They handle bugs and they handle critters. And 45, 1975 they started. So thank you so much, Breda Pest Management. Uh, we got some sunshine and clouds today going up to 73. What's going on, Kara? If there's one thing we've learned during all this social distancing we've been doing lately is there's a lot of things that can be done virtually. So if you happen to be a lover of the red, white, and rosé, there's one Metro restaurant that's hosting social distance wine tastings. You're talking about vino, son? Yeah. Mm. How do you do this social distancing wine tasting? This is pretty cool. So Brookhaven's Terra Terroir will hook you up with three wines, artesian cheeses and charcuterie selections, Ooh, and some French bread. You give these guys at least 48 hours notice. You sign up on their website. They will package everything up, deliver it to your house, set you up with a Zoom meeting, wow. and then their sommelier will actually chime in and walk you through the pairings of the wines with the different cheeses and charcuterie and of course that delicious french bread do you have like a uh, don't judge a book by its cover restaurant it's like a restaurant that's in a plaza you'd never believe that it was I'm, as delicious as i'm it is. judging this restaurant sommelier and charcuterie board like dude it's me next to a water clips in oh, all right. oh, okay, okay. it's in a plaza if you look online at some of the pictures of this place once you get past that the, the door would you just be like you just stay away you go in there and it's like crazy nice. The food looks amazing. Yeah. Is that sport clips open? You're asking for a friend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> From six feet away. Y'all ready for a good feeling? Please. Sometimes I get a good feeling. So I'm loving seeing the amazing spirit that some of these kids are exhibiting during this scary time, putting a lot of us adults just to shame. There's a local 13-year-old girl that had an idea about putting a smile on the faces of seniors that are in isolation over at Cathedral Towers in Atlanta. So this week, she delivered over 250 pieces of artwork that was made by her and her classmates at her school. All of the people who are at this one facility will get a piece of unique artwork in their room, and then they'll be able to display some other ones in the halls. So she got this idea from her grandma. My grandma is in L.A. by herself, and I'm sure she's a little bit scared. I was inspired by how much she likes to receive art, and I thought, why wouldn't all of the residents here? What a great idea. I feel so bad for these seniors that even after our little stay-in-place order is lifted on the 30th of April, mm -hmm. they're still stuck inside at their their facilities without being able to have visitors. So doing anything like this is really, really cool. I wonder, you know, when your kid makes you something like, at school, like arts and crafts or a piece of artwork or whatever, you just think, oh my gosh, this is completely frameable. Hang this up on the wall. This is beautiful. I wonder if the same is true with like a stranger's kid. 
Well, some of these pieces looked really great. Really? Like, I would hang them in my house. We have a special trash bin in our house for all our daughter's crap. And they send really? stuff home every oh, day. Oh, no, so dude. Terrible. We have We have a wing in our house <laughs> where that stuff gets stored. Are you kidding? B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. I'm Tad. Hello, Drex. Hey, good morning. And Kara. Good morning. I get business is business. And this is a capitalist society and all that nonsense. But when I see the heartlessness that I saw at the beginning of this, like as fast as you could see, say the word pandemic, mm-hmm. I had a friend whose company later off, I looked into it. It's a privately held company. The CEO, the president, the owner worth billions of dollars. And I was like, how just you're dealing with worried about your family from a health perspective. And then also just like the moment they see like, oh, we might not have the profit margins we had last year. Now this person has to deal with how are we going to feed my family? How are we going to survive through this? You're going to go to that guy's house? <laughs> I would like to. <laughs> but I will say, that's why I'm really drawn to stories like this. Saw this story and I said, we've got to get this lady on because we've got to shine the spotlight mm-hmm. on people who are doing the exact opposite of what I'm talking about. And that's why we reached out to Charity, who's in Smyrna. And Charity, tell us what you did. I sold my dream car. <laughs> yep. You sold your dream car and did what with the money? Um, used it to pay bills and, and continue to be able to pay my employees. Wow. Yeah. Let that sink in for a moment. Right. So you you have no car at all now? No, I do not. What led you to make that decision? Well, um, I, I was just kind of stuck. Uh, money, we were doing the takeout and delivery. Money just wasn't coming in. We were making about $300 a day, um, which is not anything to carry a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a lot of elderly client base. So they, uh, the first weekend we did takeout. And then after that, I said, you guys, I can't do this. we got to close. Um, we're not making enough money. So during that time, I have a lot of my customers who continually called me, the elderly customers. Please open. We, we, we need to eat. We can't eat fast food. You know, we need, we need your food. So, and, and when I tell you they they come here, they come two to three times a day. Oh, my gosh. So, they come breakfast, lunch, and a lot of them come back for dinner. Um, or they take dinner home with them from lunch. So, I thought about it. I prayed about it. And I said, okay, I'll give it one more chance. We came back in, reopened, uh, take out. It was the same. Our regulars were coming, but not enough to really suffice. You know, I didn't say anything to my employees. I just was thinking to myself. And I said, I have no other option. I don't have anything else that I can sell. So I said, I got to leave. And I went to the dealer that I bought the car from and they looked at me like, you're what? So Mm -hmm. I said, I need to sell my car back, you know? And they, they of course said, okay, we'll buy it back. But the money that I got from it will would carry me for about close to two months um, with, with paying my employees and uh, trying to pay the bills that I can pay with it. So the easy thing to do would have been stay closed, keep your car, Lay off your employees or furlough your employees and uh, just take care of yourself. But you have done so much more than that. I'm not going to speak for your employees, and and I don't know if they've told you this yet, but those employees are going to be with you for the duration of your business. Mm -hmm. And when you become mayor, they can serve (laughs) on your cabinet. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I want to go that far. but. (laughs) And how has business, because you've been featured in the AJC and gotten some media attention, has business picked up? Are you doing well now? Um, business has picked up. People have come from miles away. I'm receiving phone calls from 
France, California, um, you know, Ohio, New York, and people are saying, you know, I just wish that my boss was like you. How can people help you? Um, we do have a GoFundMe page set up. It's at ilovevittles.com, and uh, it's also shared on our Vittles Facebook page. You guys, we also are uh, are now feeding over 100 nurses and doctors at Wellstar Cobb Hospital. Uh, we're going to do that weekly. And we also are feeding uh, kids who are out of school that their families are struggling during this time. And we're also going out and, and helping feed those families and kids. Somebody like you deserves to be busy and to, mm-hmm. like everybody listening right now, I ilovevittles.com. You can make a donation, get some takeout. Yeah. The food must be delicious because if you think about it, somebody who's elderly, they've been eating for 80 years. They're experienced with dining and, <laughs> and they the go to you. The reformed. Yeah, <laughs> begged you to yeah. reopen. So Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Okay, again, help help these guys out. Charity Vittles. It's ilovevittles.com. V-I-T-T-L-E-S.com. Rice Delman. <laughs> V-I-T-T-L-E-S.com. I love Vittles. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now, well, good morning. We made it to, guess what day it is? Friday. Friday. Oh Yay. We get to it spend be, more time inside with our families. We get to do the same thing we did yesterday. <laughs> it could be Monday. It could be Sunday. <laughs> right. Tuesday. Just doesn't. I wonder how many people are like, I really can't stand the weekends because I don't have anything to do. Like, there's no work even. I can't even Zoom with my people. <laughs> Crazy. What's going on, Kara? So I know, like, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but most of us that are kind of at home with our families have reached a point where we've been together so long, we're ready to get some time apart. But my husband and I have both been working Mm -hmm. during all of this craziness, nonsense. Call it what it is. It's a pandy. (laughs) It's a pandy, and it's a little crazy. So, like... I'm I'm very grateful and very thankful that we both are able to work and provide for our family, but we haven't spent like hardly any time with each other. So the few <laughs> hours we get at nighttime, I kind of really enjoy. That's why I try to take a nap during the day so mm-hmm. I can be up and spend some time with my husband at night. And lately, I've been having to compete for his attention. And it's really starting to upset me. With what? What could he possibly be distracted with? Well, lately, it's been three things. Tiger King? Three okay. things that I feel like are <laughs> placed above me right now. And the first one is the devices. The second one is the virtual poker and the Zoom meetings he's been having with his homies. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the third one is our dog. Uh, I have a picture of what I had to compete with the other night that I'll post in a second that has my husband sitting right next to me, two devices on with his virtual poker game, and the dog sitting on top of him. Kara, if one of these had to go, and I'm not saying nobody's going to dump the dog, but if if you were to pluck one of these things away from him, what would it be? Because I have a guess. Well, you know, I love my dog. Uh-huh. She's a must. She has to stay. Well. The devices, like, unfortunately, we both use them a lot for work, so they have to stay. That means the poker, the virtual virtual poker has to go. I think it's the dog, honestly. I <gasps> think that you're jealous oh, that your no. husband has got a closer relationship jealous. with your dog. 
And that, if like, I think that bothers you more than anything. You save the best for last. I, it does. I am very jealous of their close relationship, and it's very weird, obscene almost. But I would never like. She has. Well, she no, stays. I mean, but t- like, two things have to go from him. So you would like BB to start turning her back on your husband. And the poker, so you want two of the three to be gone, and only love on mommy. Well, uh, do you want to? You want to <laughs> fix this? Do you? Do you want a solution, or you just want to be heard, Kara? No, I would like a solution. Uh, okay. Really? Wait, you want a solution? Okay, you don't want to just be heard. That's odd to me. Yeah, right. So what you do is you go upstairs in your house, Kara, and you make a sandwich, and you get a cold beer, and you open that cold beer, and mm-hmm. then you bring that sandwich down and that cold beer to your husband, and you just sit it there next to him. You don't say anything. You place it there next to him. You give him a little kiss on the cheek, and then you sit down in the chair. Watch what happens. His mind is going to be so blown. Like, what just happened to me right now? He's going to stop everything, put everything down, and look at you and be like, what's going on? No, he'll stop everything, put everything down, and devour the sandwich and beer, and then move on with his best. <laughs> he won't even look up from his screen. He'll just grab the bread and Thank start Thank you, I love you, is beer. about what I'd get. Yeah, uh, Give yeah. it a shot. All right. If you had BB deliver the sandwich, totally different. (laughs) Here's another B98.5 healthcare hero. We are saluting healthcare heroes all day at 404-741-0985. One of those people is Pilar in Cherokee County. Yes, actually all my co-workers at, um, in Woodstock at the health department. What are you guys doing exactly? Uh, we're testing for the coronavirus. We do this outside the building, and we've been doing it for five weeks already. Wow. And how do you protect yourself? Somebody rolls up in their car. Do you hand them the swab from a distance? I would be so scared. Well, uh, we are actually protecting ourselves. We have the mask and also that, I don't know how you call it, the visor that Mm -hmm. you put in front of your face and goggles. Are you rocking out a full-on scuba suit yet? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We actually, you know, we've been having windy days and they tend to fly away sometimes, but we're there. (laughs) But yes, we're protecting ourselves and uh, we're happy to be helping to, you know, for people driving by and make sure that they're okay, you know. Pilar, people can't just roll up. I mean, do they have to have symptoms or make an appointment? How does it work with you guys? Well, we have an 800 number that um, if people haven't called it, uh, they call uh, well, when they get there if they don't have an appointment. And uh, once they get that six-digit number, uh, we let them go in the back, and then the nurse uh, does the testing. Well, we cannot thank you and the men and women working alongside you. Truly, you want to talk about the front lines. You are coming into direct contact with people who think they have coronavirus, and you're doing that. On your own free will, and uh, it's just amazing. Thank you. Yeah, we're happy to help the community. Y'all doing a great job too. Thank you. We are doing absolutely nothing compared to what our healthcare heroes are doing. Here's another V ninety eight point five healthcare hero. What a moving and emotional morning this is turning out to be as we thank and salute healthcare heroes, the men and women who are on the front lines. Mm-hmm. 
you remember one of the first people that we ever talked to during this whole thing was Clay Bentley, who's the first guy, I think, in the state that had coronavirus. He was one of the first. He was in the hospital for something close to a month. Yeah. Mm. And it, this was a while ago. And we've been kind of following along with him, checking in on him to see how he's doing. Well, when I knew we were going to be saluting healthcare heroes, I said, Clay, is there one person that was on your floor? Because I know you're grateful for all the doctors and nurses that took care of you. But is there one that you uh, want to shout out? And he's on with us right now. Her name is Salisa uh, Stone, uh, and she works at Redmond Hospital. She was just amazing to me. And I, in the condition I was in, when, when I went to the hospital, they cut me off from the world. They cut me off from uh, family. You know, they cut me off from uh, any outside influence. You know, I couldn't see people. And, I mean, it's just a hard time in my life. And, you know, I've heard that, that people who didn't make it, you know, I hear stories of how they died alone. You know, they... They had no contact with her family. I even heard a story where a lady uh, dropped her husband off at the emergency room door, and she said, I'm going to go park the car, and I'll be right back. And so she goes and parks the car while he goes in the hospital. Well, they wouldn't let her in the hospital Mm -hmm. uh, because they cut everybody off. Well, he died in the hospital, and she never got to say goodbye or anything to him. So it's a very lonely place. When I was cut off from my wife, I couldn't, you know, my wife couldn't bring me pajamas. She couldn't bring me food. She couldn't bring me anything. But this Salisa Stone, I mean, she knew uh, she was one of the first ones to have coronavirus, and she knew what I was going through, and she just went out of her way. She went above and beyond. She knew that I needed things. She knew that, you know, my wife was wanting to bring me things, and she told me, she said, let me just give you my phone number. You know, they have to carry around a cell phone or hospital phone or whatever, so patients can call them at any moment on their phone. And she said, I'm just going to give you my number to my phone. And uh, She said, you call me and tell me, tell your wife to bring your stuff to the hospital. And, you know, I will go to the front door of the hospital and, and pick them up from her and bring them to you. That's, that's above and beyond. We have tried in vain to reach out to her because we thought we could connect the two of you. And the hospital has not returned my calls. But you said that her friends would probably hear this. So if you have anything you want to say to her, go ahead right now. And I'm sure they'll relay that message or maybe she's listening. Celissa Stone, I just want you to know that I appreciate you for going above and beyond today. When you went and found me a new bed because my bed uh, wasn't comfortable uh, when you uh, knew that I was alone and, 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 and couldn't talk to anybody, couldn't be with anybody, she even took her mask off at the door so I could so I could actually see a human being and, and know who was taking care of me. I mean, she took care of me physically. You took care of me emotionally. You took care of me in every way. And I just want to uh, thank you and, and your staff at Redmond Hospital for how you treated me. I mean, it was, it was above and beyond, and I just want to thank you. There's Clay Bentley, and I happen to know that he's having food delivered to that uh, entire floor, all the people that helped him out today. That's awesome. We're honoring healthcare heroes. We have uh, Tasha and Marietta. Yes, I want to shout out myself and my coworkers. We're in Marietta. We're a family practice. We've been open since the beginning of this pandemic. I love Tasha taking taking her hand and patting it straight on her back. Well done there. (laughs) She should. Are you guys doing kind of the the standard, uh, you know, annual physical stuff, or is it you guys just for emergency things right now? No, we're doing the regular annual physicals, um, regular visits, and then we're also doing telehealth where if people are wanting the COVID-19, want to get tested. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Have you had any coronavirus 
patients? Well, we had some at the very beginning, but now that we're doing telehealth, um, we're not really, they're not really coming into the office now. Right. We're just trying to keep it safe for all of our patients who want to come and get, you know, their annual physicals or medications. When you had people coming in the office, were you thinking like, oh, were you going home every day wondering, like you get a slight tickle on the back of your throat? Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah and no. We have had meetings here as far as getting prepared for it. Um, but, you know, because of the pandemic, it's a human response as to saying, oh, well, I think I have it. And then you're like, no, you don't. Yeah. You're fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, some people can talk themselves into being sick, oh, yeah. huh, Tasha? Yeah. You're looking at one. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just during this conversation, I think I contracted it. <laughs> Tasha, thank you so much, and God bless. Be safe, okay? All right, thank you. All day long, we're honoring, honoring. Uh, <laughs> honoring I'm such the a honor. jockey, aren't I? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.